This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moore and McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday 7th of October. In your squiz today, a tragedy in Thailand, locking down our data, it's deja vu for the star, and some fat bears magic. This is your squiz today. Claire, a tragedy has unfolded in Thailand overnight. A man has killed 36 people in a knife and gun attack in the country's northeast. At least 23 of those were children at a childcare centre and some as young as two years old. He also shot dead his wife and stepson at their home before taking his own life. Reports say it's the deadliest mass killing to be carried out by a lone perpetrator in the nation's history. Yeah, authorities have identified the attacker as 34-year-old Panya Kamrap. Uh, Officials say that he was a police officer. Uh, He had been dismissed from the police force, though, last year for drug use. He legally purchased the gun, but he mainly used the knife at the childcare centre. And officials say that he was in court earlier yesterday and went to look for his son at the centre, but the boy wasn't there. uh, And that's when he started attacking the children and the workers there. Thailand's PM Prayath Chanucha will travel to the town today to meet with the families of the victims. Mass killings are rare outside the US, but there is another example from Thailand two years ago when a soldier shot and killed 29 people during a rampage at a military base and a shopping mall. Claire, telling someone it's unusually wet right now feels almost redundant, but for Sydney Ciders, it's now officially the wettest year ever recorded. Despite there still being 85 days of 2022 to go, Sydney has now recorded over 2,200 millimetres of rain since the 1st of January. Uh, The previous record was set way back in 1950. Uh, That was when 2,194 millimetres was recorded over 12 months. And for comparison, our second most populous capital, Melbourne, recorded its wettest year in 1916 with just just a measly 967 millimetres. That's incredible, isn't it? Because I always thought Melbourne would be much wetter than Sydney. Yeah, totally. It's not all about Sydney, though, as the miserable conditions continue to cause havoc right across the country. And this weekend is going to be no exception. Yeah, wherever you look, it's going to be wet at some point over the coming few days, except for Perth uh, and southern Western Australia, which looks to be getting the only sunshine on offer this weekend. And more rain in some areas is a real problem because they're already so very sodden. Uh, So there's lots of flood warnings being issued. Uh, It's fair to ask what's going on. Uh, We're getting, of course, a third consecutive La Nina. So that's at play. It's something we've talked about quite a bit. But we're also seeing a negative Indian Ocean Dipole and a positive phase of the Southern Annular Mode. Uh, Those two things also bring more rain to Eastern Australia. So it really is a triple whammy. Yes, those are both pretty complicated meteorological terms. So if you want to know more about those, dive into the newsletter because it's very nicely explained there. 
And of course, a lot of people will be on the move this weekend as school holidays come to an end. And there's lots of people in areas where the flood risks are high, as you say. So please take care and stay safe. Claire, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese previously flagged that the government would make changes to our data laws in the wake of the massive Optus breach. And yesterday we got a first look at what they plan to do. Yeah, there's a couple of things to note. Optus will be allowed to temporarily share sensitive data like driver's licence, Medicare and passport numbers uh, with financial services and also government agencies so that they can monitor for fraudulent activity. Uh, After 12 months, that information will need to be destroyed. But that's not where things are going to end. The government is also preparing new cybersecurity laws uh, that will include things like new national national digital identity system so we don't have to hand over all of that sensitive ID in the first place. More details on those law changes are yet to come. But on the Optus breach, the federal police say they're working around the clock to protect people whose information was leaked. That includes arresting a 19-year-old Sydney man yesterday who'd gotten his hands on 93 customers' details and then tried to blackmail them. So the fallout from this hack isn't over. Queensland's Attorney-General Shannon Fentiman has said that the Star Entertainment Group is unfit to hold a licence for its Gold Coast and Brisbane venues – Deja vu, anyone? Yeah, totally. Uh, It's exactly what happened to Star in Sydney just a few weeks ago. And there's also many similarities to what happened to Crown as well. Uh, In Queensland, this independent review has highlighted major failings that include a serious dereliction of its anti-money laundering responsibilities, also misleading the regulator and having a poor corporate culture. Twelve recommendations have been accepted by the government. That was announced yesterday. Uh, And Star has three weeks now to explain why it should stay open in the state uh, or it risks having its casino licences binned. The finding also puts the fate of the Star's $3.6 billion casino development in Brizzy on the line, which is due to open next year. And as you say, it's very reminiscent of what happened with the Crown Casino in Barangaroo in Sydney. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Mm, Sure will. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Claire, on Wednesday you told us how excited you are about Fat Bear Week, an annual event held in Alaska's Katmai National Park. But now you're saying it's not just cute... 
where we can actually learn something from these chubby creatures. <laughs> yep, I was all over this bit of news like a brown bear on a piece of fresh salmon. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, look, it all comes down to putting on and taking off so much weight so quickly. Uh, how do they do that and stay healthy has long puzzled scientists. And now new research has identified particular proteins in bear blood that they say can increase during hibernation and that allows them to maintain their muscle mass while they're shedding the kilos over the winter. And that's a finding that can one day be used to treat diabetes in humans and other metabolic disorders. Uh, So a really good win for science. Yes. And I'm a massive sook in the cold, as you know. So (laughs) I'm all for someone finding out how we can stay healthy despite being overweight and sedentary for months (laughs) on end. That's what winter is a bit. Friday lights, Claire, and I think we can both agree that tonight it's Netflix and maybe chill for us both because Derry Girls is back. Well, look, Siobhan, you're a married lady, so you can Netflix and chill as long as you like. I'm a bit single, so my Friday nights are probably a bit different. I think that makes you in a better position for the chilling, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, Derry Girls, so excited about this being uh, up on Netflix today, so we can really get into that tonight and over the weekend. Uh, It's about a group of high school friends who live in Derry in Northern Ireland uh, who are living through the troubles. So, of course, there's all those Catholic and Protestant themes, but it's a comedy. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, My favourite character, without a doubt, is Sister George Michael. Uh, She's got a very dry sense of humour, so she's right down my alley. Yeah, she is by far the best character. absolutely love her. But I'm really gutted that this is the last series, but I know it's always better to finish on a high and let's face it, there's only so long that this group of 30-somethings can continue to pretend to be teenagers. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. Squeeze the day, Claire. What are you looking forward to today? Look, probably one for tonight to pick up on Saturday morning. Uh, The Nobel Peace Prize will be announced, so lots of speculation about who might be in for that. Yeah, really interesting. I love that too. It's also the 14th anniversary of the launch of the streaming service Spotify. It's pretty incredible how successful and essential the company has become in such a short space of time, especially for podcasters like us. Oh, yeah. Great place to get your music and your podcast for sure. That's it from us for this week. Have a wonderful weekend, even if it is wet. And Claire and I will be back on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.